Now, um, this morning's session, yeah. uh, one car caught the eye of everybody because it was spitting flames <laughs> out the side. Duncan, tell me about this amazing car. This is a 1911 Fierce. It was right at the end of an era when, in the days when they used to, to go faster, they thought putting a big engine in would go faster. They, they, this is the end of the line. This is the biggest engine car they built. Um, so it was a, a competition particularly between Benz and Fiat, and this ended up with a 28-litre four-cylinder engine. That's right, I'm just trying to get my head round, round, round that. What, um, what's the output uh, uh, of this car? 300 horsepower, but only at 1,000 RPM. It redlines at 1,000 revs, uh, so everything's done at very, very low revs. Now, it looks like a beast. Is it difficult to drive? It's lovely to drive. It was known in its day, back in 1911, it was known as the Beast of Turin because it was the biggest, fastest thing that was built by Fiat. Uh, but it's lovely. I drove it down from Bristol on Thursday, down the A303 to the festival. We, and when we went past, um, we drove past Stonehenge, and there were about 5,000 tourists all taking photographs of Stonehenge with their backs to the road. As we went past, they all turned around en masse and started waving and shouting, which is lovely. It's certainly one of those cars that just grabs you visually, isn't it? And you can hear it uh, coming when you're going out to the, uh, the paddock here this morning. It's, um, it was, as I say, shooting flames and stuff out the side, but it, it's one of those cars that catches the imagination. <laughs> I'm so so humbled because it's been an obsession of mine for 10 years, but people love it even who don't, they don't, people don't like cars love it. And I think it's... Uh, it was, it, was, it was a very clever car. It was the best they could do in 1911. They thought it was the fastest. It was the fastest thing on the planet. Uh, it's the smallest car you can wrap around a bit, the biggest engine. But to me, it sort of caps the imagination of people who just like the look of it, and the flames do help. How much of a, a restoration job uh, did you have to do on it where, in, in the last few years or when you, when you got it? It took me 10 years. Uh, it, it, the biggest problem was, was just really getting the engine because the engine had been taken out in 1913 and I managed to get the engine back from Fiat in, 19, in 2007. So you the original the original engine. The original engine. Because they only built two cars, and you can't... They, they built... They were purpose-built cars, so they didn't use the engine for anything else, so I had to get the original engine. So had it quite literally been in a box somewhere in a garage? I, in a storeroom. Literally a storeroom. Theatre, a multi-level le- level organisation, and they had it, they used to have lots of stuff in storage. So it was in storage. Uh, so, But it took four years to negotiate that. That must have been an amazing phone call. Hello, um, I'm from Bristol. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to buy this engine. What did you say? <laughs> it was far more drawn out than that. It was more, lots of phone calls, lots of meetings. Uh, that's amazing noise. Go, that's an amazing noise. Going to uh, Turin once a month, once every six weeks, lots of meetings. It, it was extremely drawn out. But it, but it was the only way of restoring the car because nobody comes up to me and says, oh, that's a lovely original wheel. It's all about the engine. You know, you have to have the engine to complete the restoration. Tremendous. Now, um, is this your only car? Or you've got others that um, soak up all of your hard-earned cash? No, I have other cars. I've been very lucky to get entries at Goodwood for the revival of the members' meeting uh, in other race cars. This is... It isn't really a circuit car. It's great. It's actually lovely. That's not a noise you hear anymore, is it? No. Modern Formula One. It's, it's a lovely. It's lovely on the road. It's fantastic on the, on. It's fantastic, fantastic on straight roads. This it's lovely on the hill here. It just doesn't like all the stopping and stopping and starting a little bit. It's designed to go in a straight line, but I have other cars that are circuit racing cars that are much more nimble. I guess it must have an enormous turning circle as well. No, no, it's not so bad. 
I think it's an optical illusion. People think it's massive. It's very tall, but it's only a 2.75-metre wheelbase, so it's got a lot hanging out the back, but it's actually very... Surprisingly, it's fine. And leather seats. They looked after the drivers in those days, didn't they? <laughs> they did, indeed. It's all the optional extras. Even the CD player. Well, maybe not the CD player. <laughs> it's great to see you here, and, uh, and lovely to chat to you. Thanks yeah. very much. Thanks, Steve. Thank indeed. You. My pleasure.